Hello everybody, welcome to Jumping in an Elevator. I'm changing the intro from Backlash from the People. It's my first scandal. Basically, I was reading some comments on the recent podcast episode and people were making jokes, babe, saying that, oh, remember when this podcast used to be about things you want to know more about but you can't bother researching them yourself? And now he just talks. And that's true. <laughs> and it's because... I was giving facts, I was giving science, I was citing my resources. Google Scholar, if you will. And to be honest, the GP, Gen Pop, was not eating it up. And as a result, that made me feel like people didn't want to listen to it. So then I shifted to more pop culture stuff, and people like that. And I like talking about it. So we shall see what that means. If I change the name of the podcast, or if I change my little blurb, we shall see. Um, Special hello to McKenna. Thank you for being one of my top tier patrons. McKenna, I hope that you're eating fruit. I was thinking today, is McKenna eating her fruit? I don't know. Um, but also, if you're allergic to fruit, maybe don't do that. But maybe that means you can eat the fake fruit, like fake banana flavor and fake strawberry flavor. Every day I fight for fake banana. There's two things that I fight for every day. Three things. I fight for my life. Um, second thing, I fight for Ava Max. And third thing, I fight for banana flavor like the artificial banana flavor. There's some haters out there, you know? And I don't understand it. It's weird. Like, get a job vibes, you know? Stay away from me, get a job. It's one of the best flavors. And I I love fake strawberry. I love fake pineapple. I love fake cherry. Mm, when it tastes like cough medicine, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, if you are able to eat fruit, McKenna, eat some fruit, or otherwise eat some fake fruit, because there's nothing real in that, slay. So... Another update for you all. Next episode is an advice slash forward slash not backslash confessions episode. I did one nine episodes ago. So for the next episode, it will be 10 because that's how numbers work. And I'm really looking forward to that. So I will put a thing on my Instagram story probably this weekend. So just keep an eye out (laughs) because I don't know when you're going to listen to this. Again, I'm not time zonist. Um... But yeah, I'll put a a prompt up for you to submit the advice things and the confessions. And I'm also going to have a special guest. (gasps) Super exciting. One of my favorite TikTok is Millie. She's an Australian comedian. She's super funny and I'm so excited to have her on. So that's going to be fun. Um, So that's next week. Just letting you all know now so you can prepare your questions, your advice and your confessions. Probably going to do some more confessions this time because last time was just very quickly touching on that. Um, What else have I written in my little notes for me? Um, I'm learning a new K-pop dance. No, it's true. I'm learning the stereotype dance. Stacey. Stacey girls, it is in fact going down. You know when Lost, when the plane was going down? That was Stacey girls. Stacey Girls said, this plane is going down onto the island. Maybe I will re-watch Lost. Mmm. I don't know. That's probably bad for my image. I mean, I'm already bleaching my hair today. So if I'm bleaching my hair and re-watching Lost, everyone's going to be like, it's over. Because re-watching Lost is one of like the red flags. If I'm re-watching Lost, something bad's going on upstairs. So that's fun. Um, next thing. Met Gala. We will touch on the Met Gala. People were asking for a Met Gala episode of the podcast. I realized I've done like two episodes already on the Met Gala. And I've only done like 43 episodes. So that's like a solid 5%. 
And yeah, I just did that maths in my head. I know, I'm so crazy like that. Um, but we'll quickly touch on that. I have so many things to say. And the other thing is that TikTok is annoying. So we'll get into that. And we're also going to talk about Spotify Wrapped, which is like the purpose of this podcast episode. I think I'm going to title it, My Spotify Wrapped is in Danger, because it is. And we need to discuss this. So, you know what? Let's start with the Met Gala discussion. Also, sorry, I'm wearing my really loud tracksuit pants. That's on me. So, this kind of ties into the TikTok is annoying discussion. Because suddenly everyone's a critic, like a fashion critic on TikTok. And look, I love to critique an outfit. And I have fun with it. It's fun to say that people look good or someone didn't live up to the hype in this theme or whatever but people on tiktok are fucking vicious vicious and for what they're like this is the worst outfit i've ever seen and you go to their page oh you go to their page and it's like bestie i don't know if you should be saying all that looking like that in those outfits you know what i mean like if you're gonna be critiquing people who are wearing like insanely beautiful gowns and stuff you better have the fashion to back it up and most of the time they don't so yeah but my general thoughts on people talking about this year's Met Gala they want to hate it because it's uh, popular to hate things with the Met Gala and the theme and that kind of stuff but the fashion people that I follow they were talking about how good some of the dresses were or how some of the outfits were and how it fit the theme but everyone else is like this is just boring or da 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 it's like bestie babe maybe do some research before you speak right as cardi said in motorsport it's not a reliable source um an example let me think of an example one of the outfits um some of the girls were wearing like your classic gowns and everyone's like, ew, it's ugly. It's like not, it's not doing anything. It's like they're referencing 1920s Hollywood. And then the, the actual fashion TikTokers were being like, this is what they're referencing. And then you look at what they actually, what they actually wore. And it's like very similar. And you can see the clear references. But everyone's like, this is ugly. It's like, you don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> also the whole invite to the Met Gala thing did not get me started. You know what actually get me started? People are like fucking pretty much putting anthrax in an envelope and sending it to Addison Rae's house because she was at the Met Gala. Stay mad. <laughs> Look, you need to do the Charlie litmus test. The Charlie litmus test, if you will. Charlie XCX is friends with Addison Rae. If Charlie XCX approves of something or someone, you should too. She has excellent taste. So why would Charlie be friends with Addison Rae if Addison Rae was the flop of the century? Think about it. Really think about that. Plus, Anna Wintour approves every single guest and outfit at the Met Gala. She has the ultimate control. Miranda Priestley. So if Anna Wintour wants Addison Rae there, or she approves Addison Rae being there, then Addison Rae deserves to be there. Like, shut up. <laughs> and like, I get that people don't like her, but you can't deny how big she is. In terms of like how big her platform is and how big her influence is. And the Met Gala, the purpose is to fundraise for the exhibition, right? And each designer 
or um, sponsor has a set amount of tickets or seats at the table, right? So each, um, we've talked about this before, but I think it's like $30,000 for entry to the Met Gala. And the sponsors tend to be heading more towards technology. So Instagram had a table, I think. I think that's one of the biggest tables. Like YouTube has a table. And then I think Addison Ray was on YouTube's table. So she was invited by, I want to say Derek Blasberg, who's like the YouTube fashion, um, like head person. I, th- I think, yeah, that sounds right. And they invited Addison Ray on that table because as the tech space gets bigger, influencers get bigger as well. And they have more influence because they're part of these giant platforms. Like she has 80 million followers on TikTok or some shit. So it makes sense that she's there. I don't know why everyone's like, she shouldn't be there. She needs- Addison's there to serve meals. Like, it, you just want to hate someone. <laughs> just admit you just hate her. And, like, just leave it at that. And just admit you're being tacky. Cool. Next person, Emma Chamberlain. Guys, I'm so proud of Emma Chamberlain. I don't know her. She doesn't know of me. Well, maybe she does. I don't know. <gasps> Stop it. Maybe Emma Chamberlain's watched one of my videos before. Oh no, it's going to be one of the bad ones, right? She probably saw that Ranking Blues video. The Ranking Blues video haunts me day and night. I don't go a single minute of my life without thinking about that video. Because I made it as a joke. And it hit the hit the waves. And the GP saw it. Not the general practitioner. The general public. Gen Pop. The locals, if you will. Tore me to shreds, Right? Um, because I don't really understand that it was camp. Sarcasm. And they really just came for me. They're like, why is this content? Shut up. Um, and then YouTube, Instagram. So Instagram, YouTube account. Hello. YouTube on Instagram. The main YouTube account made a reel about me ranking blues and put it on their thing to their 100 million followers or some shit. And I didn't know about this. Like, I, I didn't say, do this video. Um, it just appeared and they tagged me and I was like, oh lord. And then the comments were like, is this content? Who is this guy? He doesn't even know what he's talking about. (sighs) Screaming and crying at that. So, yeah. Actually, maybe, no, actually that video does, does deserve rights because that's the one that Best Dressed Ashley shared on her Instagram story. Every now and then, something like that happens and I'm like, okay, people do actually know who I am. Which is just so wild to think about. Right? Like, I'm just making my little videos, blah, 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 blah. Suddenly, boom. Best Dress shares it. Boom. James Charles comments. Boom. Someone else shares it as well. And it's like, oh. Okay. So. What now? (laughs) Anyway. Back to Emma Chamberlain. She, her rise, obsessed with the results. Right? She hosted the Met Gala. She did a fantastic job. And again, the absolute trolls under the bridge on TikTok were like, why is she there? Like, she's not a real celebrity. Why is she there? She doesn't deserve to be there. Um, It's weird that she's there. No one knows who she is in terms of actual celebrities. Okay, flops. Listen, if you watch the interviews that she did, like Kendall Jenner is coming up to her. These other, like... Big stars are coming up to her and they're like, Hey, Emma, how are you going? I love your videos. Or I, 
I was so looking forward to seeing you. These people know who Emma Chamberlain is. It's not like she's some little, I don't know, TikToker with 10 followers. <laughs> Moral of the story, TikTok is a place of hatred. Hatred, anger, lies, and memes. And that's what makes it worth it. So, yeah. This is like a basic summary of everything that I've spoken about. This sentence that I wrote in my notes for this episode. Um, not a real celebrity in brackets. Hello, they know Emma. Re-understand the concept of what's popular. I don't know if that's a word, re-understand. Just accept that you're bitter and move on. There we go. All right, now we need to briefly touch on the outfits. I have a little... Um, little article here so we can have a look and let me f uh change the screen so you can see that great 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 we're just gonna go super quick through these because i know this is not super fun for people listening because it's hard to describe unless you already know what i'm talking about but basically point number one i'm not convinced that it was kim kardashian in that outfit kim kardashian is up to some shit when is she not every time Actually, basically, with pop culture, that's the motto. Someone's always up to some shit. Right? She dressed in this all-black outfit, and she did the same thing at the VMAs, and she did the same thing somewhere else, and somewhere else, and Kanye's doing the same thing, and he only follows Instagram accounts that have an all-black icon. So I don't know what they're up to. They're up to some shit. Lunar's X did what he needed to do. I love a little transformation outfit moment. It's very reminiscent of Gaga with the four layers at the camp, camp Met Gala when she did like the pink dress and then like the black thing underneath and then like the another layer and then the umbrella and the stairs. Fantastic. Billie Eilish Hollywood glam. Yeah, we won. I actually really like JLo's outfit with the hat. I love a hat right now. I'm really going through a hat phase and that is because my hair is out of control, but also I just like hats. Also, speaking of my hair, yes, I'm bleaching it today, mind your business. Lupita Nyong'o, loved her dress. I love denim. Um, another, actually, I said that I fight for my life for three things a day. The fourth thing is I fight for the, the concept of denim being metal. Like denim is made of metal. Um, almost every day, someone tags me some shit and they're like, this is you trying to justify that denim's made of metal. Or can you explain why denim's made of metal? Besties, I can't explain it. That's just the fact of the matter. Denim's made of metal. Um, who else have we got here? Kendall Jenner looked amazing. Like, you can't deny that she looked fantastic. Frank Ocean with the baby. I don't understand. Um, to be honest, a lot of these outfits, I wasn't screaming and crying. But there weren't a whole lot of bad ones. They're just kind of like, oh. Like, I'm not jumping, I'm not moving, I'm not collapsing. Um, Timothy Chalamet. I was so excited when I saw, like, the top half of the outfit. He had that double-breasted suit jacket on. And then I saw the Converse. And I nearly ran into a window. Nearly ran into a window. And I get that him wearing Converse is like a statement and how he had input on the outfit. He wanted to wear Converse. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the moral of the story. I don't know. Um, there was a lot of Iris Van Herpen 
outfits. Grimes' outfit. <sighs> that better be in this list. Grimes looked so good when she turned up with a sword. And I was like, oh, is she there with a sword? First of all, shut up. Megan Fox looked so good. Rosé. Rosie. She's all over my For You page at the moment. Videos of her Australian accent. And everyone's like... Her Australian accent is so weird. Okay, time for another discussion. Quick rant. Comments on the podcast channel, my main channel, on my TikTok. People, like, saying that I say things wrong. And the way that they talk about those things is that it's because of my accent. My Australian accent. That's just how I talk. Like, that doesn't mean it's wrong. Just because it's different to how you say it. And it's like, uh, shut up. (laughs) I feel so bad for people who English is not their first language. Because they also get crucified on social media for saying something slightly different to how Americans say it. And it's like, really? Is that your idea of content is making fun of how, how someone talks? Like, I know when people say it about me, they're just... Um, it's all lighthearted fun about my Australian accent and I'm like, haha. But then when it's about someone who English is not their first language, I'm not laughing. I will jump in those comments and defend, defend that person with my life. That's a fifth thing that I'm fighting for every day. People who speak English and English is not their first language. Because the clowns are really out on social media these days. Just like coming for everyone for everything. Like, get a job, stay away from her. Um, Chris Jenner, here she is repping the Miley blue eyes staring. That is very representative of American and culture. Where is the Grimes outfit, Vogue? Donatella was there. Donatella! Kiki Palmer looked so good. I'm a big Kiki Palmer fan. I loved her in Scream Queens. I think I'm going to have a Scream Queens renaissance later this month um pharrell turned up in a leather cowboy outfit he actually looked fantastic and this wasn't like publicized anywhere like i didn't see anyone talking about this probably because it was just it was good and people were like i only want to talk about the flops um but yeah i would say one of my favorite outfits was grimes because of the sword and also i like iris van herpen and i like grimes um, and then what's another one that I liked? I enjoyed Lil Nas X's outfits. Um, I appreciate the effort, basically. Anytime anyone puts in effort, I appreciate it. Even if it's not the most glorious thing I've ever seen ever, I appreciate it. Also, Kehlani's hair, I wish I could do that. I wish I could, okay? Next thing, VMAs. I was kind of like 50% across the VMAs. I watched some of the performances. Um, I had an internal boycott of the VMAs because Charlie XCX did not perform. They didn't give her a performance slot. It's just weird to me. She released this amazing single that has choreography. And the VMAs are like, "Mm, no, we'll get you to present an award. I mean, at least she got to present an award, but she should have performed. They should have given her a performance. It's weird. VMAs are up to some shit. And even, like, just look at the winners. Artist of the Year. 
Justin Bieber won Artist of the Year over Ariana, Doja Cat, Megan, Olivia, and Taylor Swift. Like, I think Justin Bieber is a pretty good artist, but I think Artist of the Year over Olivia Rodrigo, she had an enormous year. And so did Doja and Ariana. It's, it's a bit strange, that's all I'm saying. There was another one. Um, Harry Styles won something. I think it was like best choreography. Yeah, here we go. Best choreography. Harry Styles won for Treat People with Kindness. And that won over Ariana Grande, BTS, Ed Sheeran. Wait, Ed Sheeran was in for best choreography? I'm going to mind my business. Um, and look, I love the Treat People with Kindness music video. I love Harry Styles. Just best choreography in my head. That just means dance routine. And BTS Butter is in there. And it didn't win. It's just interesting. Like, I think Harry Styles should have won maybe for best editing. For Treat People With Kindness. But I don't know. It's just, They're up to some shit, basically, is what I'm saying. And now, back to this topic that I had a lot to say about in the title. Spotify wrapped what's good. Um... I'm actually not done talking about my hair transformation. I'm bleaching my hair, dyeing my hair, cutting it. It's a whole thing. I'm going to enter a new era. And I think this era is going to be one for the history books. Like, I, I don't want to oversell it. But if the vision gets executed, the slay will have been slain. I'm just giving you a warning. Okay. So, there's a website called... Uh, Last FM, where you can sync it with your um, Spotify account and it tracks, I think it also works with Apple Music, and it tracks your listening activity. So it shows everything that you're listening to or have listened to since you synced the account and it gives you a whole bunch of stats. So for example, on mine, you can see my recent tracks. I'm playing Luna's um, Japanese tracks, Hula Hoop, Love Hula Hoop. Starseed. What else was I listening to today? Um, some Dawn of Chromatica. Dorian Electra Replay Remix. Big fucking fan of that. Some Poppy. Let's have a look at some more of this. I basically just... I stream music all day. Like, I wake up and I stream music. And I stream music all day. And then I go to bed and I listen to Build a Bitch in bed. While I fall asleep. Um, I actually listened to Build a Bitch this morning. Great. Lots of Lalisa, Stereotype, Rumours. They don't know I do it for the culture. Right? Caroline Polacek. Lots of K-pop in here. Bunny is a writer. See, the thing is, people are forgetting that Bunny is a writer. And that's so detrimental to the progression of society. And it's just so representative of the patriarchy. Think about it. That's just this morning. Um, and then in terms of top artists, it gives you like last seven days, I think last 30 days, 90 days, 180 days, 365 days, and all time. Now, for this week, Stacey is in the lead for me. We have Stacey with 33 plays, Lady Gaga with 32, Chloe with 27, Booty So Big, Lord Have Mercy. I love that song. 
I love that song. It's so catchy. I hope it just demolishes the charts. But every single time I want a song to demolish the charts, it does not. So, again, I think that's just very indicative of gen pop just ruining my life. So, let's continue. And then top albums, La Lisa, La Lisa Love Me, La Lisa Love Me, Dawn of Chromatica, Heaven and Hell, Ava Max. As I said, every day I wake up and I fight for Ava Max. And then we've got some more Chloe. And then my top track of the last seven days is Have Mercy, then Stereotype because I was learning to dance. Um, the Lisa tracks. The other side, Scissor and Justin Timberlake. I didn't get around this when I should have. It's such a bop. I think I was just in a very anti-Justin Timberlake space mentally. Not saying that I'm out of that, but I just am in a very pro-scissor headspace. There's a lot going on upstairs. But let's have a look at the last 30 days because things start to take a turn. Lady Gaga just lives in my head rent-free. And I'm always at some ridiculous percentage of Lady Gaga fans when it comes to like listening stats on Spotify. I think I was in the 0. 0.005%, 0. 0.005%, top 0.005% of Lady Gaga fans, based on how much I listen. It's an addiction, maybe. So in the last 30 days, I've listened to Lady Gaga 275 times. And then the biggest after that is Stacey, because Stacey Girls is going down. And that's 100 plays. And then we have Britney Spears, Iggy Azalea, and Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj right now, she's on mute. She's on mute on Twitter. When the Met Gala stuff was happening and Nicki was tweeting, I saw her first tweet and I was like, I am not dealing with this. You're going on mute. And people keep like messaging me, being like, why haven't you spoken on the Nicki Minaj um, situation? Sorry, am I her PR agent? Do I need to put a statement out every time she does something? Oh, let's look at top albums last 30 days. Dawn of Chromatica, we're not surprised. Stereotype, Stacey, ooh. Yeah, that's going to cook my stats for sure. Art Pop? Art Pop just stays up there at all times. Good Ones, Charlie XCX. That's one song, and it's in my top albums, next to TXT. And then top tracks for the last 30 days. Stereotype, Good Ones, Rumours. Babylon House Labs. That's a pretty solid top four. Because they don't know I do this for the culture. Now let's do 180 days. Because when does that take us back to six months, which is March? Yeah, I don't know what where I was mentally in March. Physically, I was probably in lockdown. Um, see, again, the impact of Lady Gaga. Top artists, last 180 days. Also, if I suddenly pause to do an internal burp, it's because I had Kung Pao chicken for lunch and he asked me what um, soft drink I wanted with the meal deal and I said Fanta. What the fuck? The F in WTF stands for Fanta. What the Fanta? I had the options of Coke, Pepsi, Pepsi Max, Diet Coke, Sprite, and Fanta. And I said Fanta? What the, what's wrong with me? So I'm dealing with that. Um... Lady Gaga, 936 plays. Britney Spears, 568 plays. Then Red Velvet, NCT Dream, Luna. You can see this year really was my K-pop era 
starting aggressively. I mean, I was streaming K-pop last year, but then things really took a turn this year. In terms of albums, Hello Future by NCT Dream is my top album for the last 180 days. That's explosive. That is explosive, especially when you look at the next ones. We have Beam Me Up Scotty, Art Angels, Chromatica, and Art Pop. And NCT Dream outsold all the girls. That's huge. And I kind of look at my listening stats as like a litmus test. Again, I've said litmus test twice in this podcast episode. Like, what am I up to? I'm planning some shit, you know? Um, it's giving chemistry. Actually, no, my life is giving chemistry right now. Chemistry lab. I'm mixing bleach. Litmus test. And I'm drinking Fanta. And if that's not chemistry, I don't know what is. I think what happens with my music taste happens to the general public one or two years later. So I think next year is going to be huge for K-pop in general public, American charts, Billboard Hot 100, etc. There seems to be a shift. People are starting to pay more attention. Um, also with, I think, was it Twice that's releasing a English track this month? There's just a lot indicating that K-pop's really going to take off in the States. I don't know. I'm just saying it, okay? Let's look at the top tracks for the last 180 days. I think this is going to be a bit... Yeah, okay. Mm. <laughs> we have Heart Attack by Luna. Potentially the best song ever. And I think we as a society need to pay more attention to that. So Bad by Stacey. 101 streams. Next Level. 100 streams. Hello Future NCT Dream. 98 streams. In my top 10, I only have one song that isn't K-pop in the last 180 days. And that is Rumours by Lizzo. That is interesting. I didn't realise that the K-popification had gone that far. Let's see. Oh yeah, okay. So it seems like K-pop runs the top 10. And then 11 to 20 is the pop girls. So we have Kiss Me More. Bunny is a Rider, Ram It Down, Dorian Electra, Fuck Me Up, Brooke Candy, I Am The Strip Club, Iggy, What's New, Megan, Paint The Town, Luna, Fear Of Dying, Poppy, Get Into It, Doja Cat, and Applause, Lady Gaga. Art Pop just stays winning. <laughs> Let's go past year. Now, I know that includes October, November, December of last year. And that was a very extremely chaotic time for me because I quit my job in October last year and I was just in a very interesting place. Just, yeah. Because I hadn't been to my apartment in like a year or coming up to a year. So I was really stressed about that. I needed to change apartments because my lease was ending. I just quit my job. You know, there was a lot going on. So let's see. Last three, six, five days. Lady Gaga is absolutely painting the town right now. 1,883 listens. The next biggest is Britney Spears with 971. So we have Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, Ariana Grande, KDA, and Nicki Minaj. 
that's pretty solid. See, so the K-popification happened around about March this year. So that's why the stats are skewed. Top albums. Kaliuchis. I think that was because at the end of last year I was really in a Kaliuchis frame of mind. Art Pop, Chromatica, All Out, KDA, and Born This Way. So three of my top albums from the last year are from Lady Gaga. Exactly. Top tracks. Oh, Lord. Okay. Three. Oh, my gosh. The top three tracks are all by KDA. Whoa. Okay. 156 streams for more by KDA. Then we had Villain and The Baddest. Heart Attack by Luna. 102 streams. So you can see. 102 streams. But when I did 180 days ago, it had 101 streams. So I did not stream it until three months ago. Wait, no, six months ago. And then I just streamed it endlessly. So this year's Spotify wrapped, it's just going to be all K-pop. I think it's going to be K-pop, Lady Gaga. Anything else? Some more hyperpop. If Charlie releases another song, it'll probably make it in there too. Um, and then we have... Womanizer. That's interesting. Womanizer and Toxic are in my top 10 most listened songs of the last year. We have WAP. <laughs> uh, Stacy, Ace Bar, NCT Dream. And then let's look at some more of the albums. Actually, no, let's go artists. Because I had a thought the other day. I wonder how many of my top 20 artists are men because I feel like it's zero. Let's have a look. So, Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, Ariana Grande, KDA, Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, Poppy, Grimes, Twice, Carly Uchis, Red Velvet, Itzy, Spice Girls, Runa Sawayama, Luna, Kim Petras, NCT Dream. There we go, first one. Oh, what's this band? This is in Korean? I, don't, I can't read that. I think it's... Twice? No, Twice is already there. Who's this? Hang on, everyone, there's drama. Number 19, Charlie XCX, and number 20, Doja Cat. But then even 20 to 20, 20 to 30 serves as well. We have Melanie Martinez, Iggy Azalea, Chloe and Halle, Black Eyed Peas, Ava Max, Dua Lipa, RuPaul, <laughs> Stacey, Ash Nico, Madison Beer. Guys, I think I have explosively good taste. Oh, this is Girls' Generation. The group that I couldn't read because the name was in Korean. I love Girls' Generation. G, 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 baby, 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 G, 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 baby, Let's go top albums. Last 365 days. Let's go full list. Um, also, this is like a free thing to use. If you just link up your account, then you can get all these stats for yourself. But it doesn't go... Back. So it only shows what you've listened to since you've linked it up. Um, I started linking it, I think, 2018, middle of 2018. And that's what we'll look at in a second. We'll do my all-time stats because I think that's going to be interesting. So these are my most streamed albums over the last year. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Sin Sin Miedo by Carly Uchis. Art Pop, Chromatica, All Out, Born This Way, Art Angels, Positions, Turn Off the Light by Kim Petras, 
uh, Girls' Generation, the best new edition. I think that's the... Yeah, it's a best of. It's like a playlisting album. Good News, Ungodly Hour, Heaven and Hell, Hello Future, Beam Me Up Scotty, Spice World, Am I a Girl by Poppy, Sawayama, Spice by Spice Girls. <gasps> Wait, I have two Spice Girls albums in my top 20. That's explosive. What's Your Pleasure by Jesse Ware, Eyes Wide Open by Twice, and is that it? Oh, and next have Circus, deluxe version by Britney. I think I might have the best taste in the universe. Yeah. Oh. Sorry to toot my own horn, but fucking toot toot. Listen to this. Circus. Red Velvet. Black Eyed Peas. Ali X. Melanie Martinez. Gwen Stefani. Flo Millie. Shy Girl. Doja Cat. Blackout by Britney Spears. This needs to be studied. There needs to be a class on this. Would you study my Spotify stats? Leave a comment below. If there was an option at your university to study Mike's Mike's Listening Habits 101, in which every week you had to process my stats and run a... Um, like write a report on my mental health based on what I was streaming. And then your semester project would be um, an extrapolation of my listening habits versus the general public. Yeah, I think we need that. And of course there would be an exam, but I think it'd be quite easy. You just have to like list every single lyric in Spice World in order. like. Every single song, every single lyric. I think you're up for the challenge, though. Um, but basically, you can tell that I love pop music in any language. Um, and I mentioned this before, but it's so tacky when people don't listen to music because it's not in English. You're missing out on so much. All right, let's go all time. And by all time, it's from the middle of 2019. My most streamed album of all time is Art Pop. I've listened to it 1,300 times. Sorry, what? Okay, I think that means I've listened to songs on Art Pop that many times. I have not listened to the album a thousand times. That's impossible. Then we have Turn Off the Light, Kim Petras, Chromatica Lady Gaga, Kirk by DaBaby. Uh, what was that? Uh, James? I think that was 2019. Yeah, I was really going through it. Charlie by Charlie XCX. Spice World. Born This Way. Pink Friday. Roman Reloaded Deluxe. Art Angels. And Sin Miedo. I'm saying that wrong, but... That's explosive. Okay, I really need to stream these other songs to get baby out of there. <laughs> Looks like I'll be streaming Charlie by Charlie this week. And then... Ooh... 11 to 20 serving as well. Blackout, Igor, Tina Snow, Whack World, All Out, Future Nostalgia, Songs for You by Tinashe, The Fame, Lady Gaga, Sawayama, Rina Sawayama, In the Zone by Britney Spears. That is so excellent. I deserve an award. I deserve an award. I deserve an award. Name one person. 
Who deserves an award right now? Me, bitch. I deserve an award. Let's go top artist all time. Lady Gaga, 4,000 listens. Britney Spears is next, 2,500 listens. Lady Gaga, Britney, Nikki, Megan, Kim Petras, Charlie, Ariana, Doja Cat, Dua Lipa, and Grimes. No boys, no boys. And then number 11, DaBaby. At least he's not in the top 10. Spice Girls, Poppy, Rina Sawayama, Iggy, Black Eyed Peas, Tinashe, Pussycat Dolls. Oh, hello. <laughs> top tracks, I'm nervous. Boss Bitch by Doja Cat is my number one listen to song since 2019. And you know what? I'm okay with that. That's I've listened to that 218 times, and I've listened to Toxic by Britney Spears 216 times. So two more listens of Toxic, and it's my most all-time streamed song. Next we have WAP, Womanizer, Applause, Kill vs. Mame by Grimes, Gimme More Britney Spears, Aura Lady Gaga, Stupid Love Lady Gaga, and Excess by Rina Sawayama. This is so correct. I'm going to clap. And isn't life just worth living? Right? When you like read these songs and you're like, yeah, that's a song that exists and I can listen to it freely. I can just go listen to it. How great is that? I can just go listen to Applause by Lady Gaga at any fucking time. No one's going to stop me. Ugh. I have one, two, three Britney Spears songs in my top ten. I have one, two, three Lady Gaga songs in my top ten. What about the 11 to 20? KDA, Lady Gaga, Doja Cat, KDA, Lady Gaga, Ariana, Dua Lipa, Britney, Camille Cabello, Feet to Baby, ooh. <laughs> and then Venus by Lady Gaga. Yeah, okay. No, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I'm so excellent. Reports. I don't think I have access to the reports on this website because you need to pay for them. Oh, no. We have some. Let's do the report for um, the most recent week. Top artist is Lady Gaga, blah, 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 blah. I listened to 698 songs in the last seven days. Am I okay? It's up for debate. I have an average of 100 songs per day. I listened for one day and 15 hours. Whoa. How many hours are there in a week? 24 times 7. It's like 148, right? No, why? What? <laughs> no, is that right? Now hold on. 24 times 7. 168. Idiot. 168. So then I listened for 24 plus 15, which is 39. 39 divided by 168. So 23% of my week I'm listening to music. And how much am I asleep? I sleep like an average of 7 hours per night. 7 times 7 is 49 famously. So 168. Take 49. 119. So then 39... Divided by 119 times 100 
32.77. So 33% of my waking time, I'm listening to music. <laughs> Wait, that's a lot. Pick it any three hours during the day, chances are I'm listening to music for one of those hours. That is... I'm going to say it, it's explosive. So when I say my Spotify wrapped is in danger, it's because over the last, I would say, five, six weeks in lockdown, I'm doing a lot of repetitive listening. Like I'll listen to the same song for like hours. So then it's kind of skewing my stats. For example, when Iggy dropped her final album, I listened to I Am The Strip Club on repeat for like two days. And I have a feeling that's going to show up in my Spotify report. And that's going to be hard for me because people are going to come for me. Um, but yeah, so far, I think there's good indications as where we're going to go with this. I think I'm going to have some crazy listening time for sure. Um, but that will not be a surprise to me. Here we go. 698 streams. I scrubbled because this website uses scrubbles to measure things. It's so weird. Scrubbled on average more than 94% of all users this week. But we all have our demons, you know. Great. And, oh, it gives you a tag timeline. My top genre is pop, then R&B, then dance, K-pop, and alternative. Pop is quite an umbrella term, though. I think a lot of songs that fit into dance can fit into pop, and K-pop is pop. Like, I like the distinction between pop and K-pop in some sense, but in other things, I think it should just be pop music because that's what it is. It's quite othering to say that pop music in other languages is not considered pop music. It's like this different kind of pop music, even though it is still pop music. I don't know, just something to think about. I think that probably is everything that I wanted to talk about in this episode of the podcast. I just really wanted to talk about my Spotify wrapped and my last FM stats. And we touched on the Met Gala as well, so that's fun. Reminder that next week we're going to be doing the Q&A advice and confessions episode. And I will put the prompts on my Instagram story, so please don't send me stuff for that until I ask for it otherwise I probably won't see it and same with last time I will do another like a part two of the same content on Patreon for the Patreon girls so Patreon girls just hang on a little bit longer and you can message me on Patreon with your uh, questions for advice and we'll do a separate segment on there too slay 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 thank you all for listening And I will talk to you all soon. Peace out. Bye. It's true.